0: Any health related information on the following show provides general information only. Content presented on any show by any host or guest should not be substituted for a doctor's advice. Always consult
1: your physician before beginning any new diet, exercise, or treatment program.
0: Accelerated Health Radio and TV. I'm your host, Sarah Banta. I'm a health coach, natural supplement expert, and a busy mom of three teenagers. I believe that your body does want to and is capable of rebuilding and healing itself regardless of what chronic diseases you may have. I'm here for you to answer your questions and bring you innovative and cutting edge technology and health solutions to empower you and your ability to reach your optimal state of health. Today, my guest will be talking about healing the spiritual, physical, and mental body through meditations, supplements, and other modalities. And I know that you really need that strong physical foundation to work on your mental growth, whether it's overcoming anxiety and depression, losing weight, or detoxing your body in the proper way, or even increasing your frequency in life. You need that strong physical foundation of health in order to gain the willpower to make the bigger changes in your life. If you're new to following me, I specialize in helping you get there. If you're new, and I can help you with my cutting edge articles and natural supplements, devices and protocols at acceleratedhealthproducts.com. I dive into an array of health conditions, their causes and symptoms, and how to address them naturally. I've spent thousands of dollars and hours of my time biohacking different supplements and technologies and diets that don't work so that you don't have to. If you have any health issues you need help with, you can email me directly through the website I read everyone. Accelerated Health Products is the sponsor of the show. So, as you support my website, I am able to bring you more cutting edge content and guests to the show. Today we are going to be diving in on how to enjoy the benefits of living at a higher state of uh, vibration or frequency. So first I wanted to talk about a couple supplements that are enhanced with frequency and can aid in the process of healing quicker and more efficiently. Number one, Acceleridine Iodine. Iodine is the wild card in supporting the immune system. It is not only anti-inflammatory, but it's also antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal, antimicrobial, antiseptic, antioxidant, anti-allergenic, antihistamine. It actually hydrates the cells detoxifies the body, and produces mental and physical energy. It also performs that unique function, also known as healthy apoptosis, which is the natural death of traumatized and unhealthy cells. There is no pathogen resistant to iodine. It was used to protect people from the 1918 Spanish flu pandemic that killed over 30 million people. And all of this is in addition to its key role in the metabolism and thyroid for the immune system. So not only does that iodine, is it the most important spiritual element as it relieves depression and brain fog, it helps connect you to your higher self. And I talk about increasing your frequency, meaning living at that higher level of awareness and spirituality. The scalar frequency embedded in the accelerodyne detoxes your pineal gland, which connects you to your higher self and clears that brain fog. So in addition to that, you can use Nuke No More, which is the best radiation poisoning treatment that I've come across. It's also scalar-charged formula that supports the removal of ionizing and non-ionizing radiation from smog, x-rays, commercial flying, but more importantly, smart meters, smartphones, and all of the daily electropollution pollution we are exposed to. It also helps you detox from heavy metals in the brain. So now to the good stuff, and I'm sorry for the delay. We were having a little bit of um, technical issues, but Gabriel Cousins, oh my goodness, he's a 77-year-old, world-renowned holistic physician, rabbi, yogi, spiritual mystic, psychiatrist, family therapist, humanitarian, and peace ambassador. He walks the planet in a state of eternal presence, seeing the emanating light from all things. And yet living in the very real world where his good works and spiritual guidance change lives daily. He lives, as he says, in the world between nothing and something and experiences a fully integrative life in multiple dimensions, happy, joyful, grateful, loving, and peaceful without any exterior reason. There is where we have found the true freedom. And I think this is something that we are all aspiring to do. Welcome, Gabriel. How are you today?
1: Nice to be on your program, and I like the way you summarized it. It is key in today's world to be able to go inside where we're independent of what's happening outside and totally regenerate. You know, why call it non-causal love, non-causal joy, non-causal peace, non-causal compassion. And we really can, allow allows us to see everyone at their highest octave of who they really are.
0: I truly aspire to the way you are living. And it's such an honor to be spending this time with you and sharing you with my audience. And because we're a little shorter on time, we definitely need to do this again. But we are are in such a profound time that many are truly struggling with the chaos globally and the external factors. It's so hard to keep them out of our internal well-being. And I know you see it as the age of Aquarius and a time that where we can really take that opportunity to become enlightened and more in touch with our divine self. Can you talk about how one mentally centers themselves through all of this chaos?
1: The first thing is to know that we have a soul and a lot of what's going on tends to separate us from our soul. And then the second thing is to live in a way that helps us reconnect to our soul and then love ourselves enough to want to heal ourselves. So I look at it in a variety of ways, so I call it the six foundations. So we talk about at least an 80% live food diet, mine's 99% that it has been for 40 years. Um, And fasting. Now I know you teach intermittent fasting, and 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 that's good. We, I've tried a variety of fasts: forty-day fast, you know, twenty-five-day water fast, but really a seven-day fast works really well. And to really bring the body back into uh, normality, uh, optimal physiological function. So we, at this point, with what's going on, we're doing kind of internet fasts because. Pretty hard to get together these days in all the different worlds, so that's really important. The second, is what I, the second foundation is: breathing to oxygenate the brain and really all your organ systems and your heart. And I like sacred. I love the dance, so sacred dancing is really good. Um, yoga. I do the tri-yoga, so I do yoga six days a week, and that keeps you flexible. I mean, when I was a captain of an undefeated college football team, I couldn't touch my toes. Now I can put my hands flat on the earth. And we want, with age, is a tendency to contract. We want to keep expanding. Mm-hmm. That's think, really, really important. So the third is service and charity. So we have uh, humanitarian programs, uh, pre-diabetes, you know, diabetes prevention programs, and organic veganic farming programs. Uh, in, we have over 100 programs in 26 countries. Mm. We just opened one in Honduras, is our, our latest program, but throughout Africa, Mexico, and uh, South America, Canada. And we work a lot with Native Americans as well. I'm also a Native American Sundancer, so I'm more, let's say, accepted in the Native American world. Um, That's a four-year Sundance, Eagle Dance. I don't want to get in it, but that makes you, it bridges the gap. The fourth is as much meditation as possible, and also working, if you're ready, with a spiritual teacher or a spiritual collective that kind of can support you in spiritual life today's world is kind of difficult. We're having the opposite effect. People are being pulled away from the truth with all the activities going on outside. And the way to approach it is get strong inside first and then you could help with people on the outside. And that's uh, really, really key to to the overall process. And the the final step is is um, called the awakening of the spiritual energy in the East. It's known as Kundalini. In the uh, Western tradition or Torah tradition, it's called the Rahu Kadesh or Holy Spirit. And that energy when it's awakened takes you to the higher realms of your total being, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually.
0: If Gabriel I was just going to tell the audience that if uh, Gabriel freezes up, it's because he's in Israel. So I'm in California, he's in Israel, and we're connecting over the Internet, which is amazing that we can do. And there might be a few glitches, but um, it is definitely worth it. So let's go back to fasting because a lot of people can't even put their minds around not eating for um, seven days or what you've done, which is a lot longer than that. How does that work in the body? Can you explain? I mean, I've experienced fasting, not to the extent you have. And I always feel my very best when I haven't eaten. My, my brain is on fire. I'm more in tune with myself. But can you describe what you get to when you are past the three days and into day four and five and six and seven? Well,
1: you start to really feel at one with everything. Um, and you don't necessarily get weaker. On the 21-day water fast, I did 100 push-ups. Okay. Um, when I was 60, I did 600 push-ups on the sixth day of a fast. So I want people shouldn't think that they get weak, but there is a uh, uh, within 12 to 48 hours where people detox, and may not feel so good. Then you keep drinking fluids and you get through that. Uh, so, But what happens on a fast is that not only do you get more flexible, your mind becomes more expanded. Now, I'm going to tell you something that I'm sure you haven't heard of. With uh, each year, our brain shrinks 0.4% mm-hmm. each year. Now, the good news, they find out when people fast, it ex- increases the size of the brain. So fasting increases your brain function, increases your neurotransmitters, increases your neural growth hormones. So it's it's, it's actually... Really, really good for your brain function in in the bigger picture. So that's just another little side uh, positive side effect. And then uh, um, also the other with thing the is body,
0: it, is it anti aging the whole body or just the brain? Oh, he's frozen. The up aging a effect.
1: But what people I mentioned the, the idea of brain because that most people don't know that first the brain shrinking. 0.4% a year, but it actually increases the brain size. No, it is definitely a very powerful anti-aging uh, energy and upgrades the anti-aging uh, um, genes, so to speak. Um, so it's, it's really good. I've been doing fasting since 1982. Uh, when I did a forty-day fast, but what I've come to is a seven-day fast really does well, and it helps clear the toxins, particularly the bowel toxins, which affect your brain function because they kind of migrate to the brain. So fasting is is one of the most important uh, enhancing your overall well-being things you can do in your life, like at least seven days twice a year.
0: That's amazing, and also you're talking about not just fasting from food but also the toxins in our world and, and the, you know, the emotional, mental and physical toxicity that we're exposed to.
1: Right, so really it's a total detox. So we have physical toxins that come out but they affect our mental state. Um, emotional toxins get released. That's why I like to do it in a group so we can kind of have group process with that. Mental toxins come out and I'm going to say spiritual toxins, but really it's a little withdrawal, so you can expand spiritually, and that way you get a lot clearer when the other toxins are out of the body. So it's a multi-multi dimensional detox. That's why I really enjoy fasting. As I say, I've been doing it since 1982.
0: Right, and I, and I also wanted to talk about meditation because before um, we started recording, you had mentioned well. You didn't go straight into six hours of meditation a day like you do now, right? And there are a lot of us out there who have heard about meditation, who maybe tried it once or twice, don't really understand it, do they're uncomfortable with it. Can you tell us the benefits of meditation and how would someone just start out if they've never done it before?
1: You want to start out simply. <laughs> okay, um, I like to see people meditating up to maybe an hour or twice a day, but start with 10 minutes. It's just like doing any kind of exercise, you have to strengthen your mind to be able to do it. So meditation is about creating a quiet mind so you can transcend the mind. So that's key. Now, the six foundations I just shared with you create a quiet mind. But you still have to practice it in meditation. It actually takes some work, but I advise people start like 10 minutes. And then uh, we're not necessarily going to give a meditation class, or I'm happy to do that. Maybe next time we can do that. Um, I'm actually having a meditation weekend once a month. I do a meditation weekend over the Internet. So... They can go just to drkaisers.com and tune into that. It's happening this weekend, Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. So meditation also increases the brain size, aside from fasting. So um, I think the key is we want our brain to be at optimal function, and what we know actually is meditation really increases that. Now, we also know that when people meditate, they uh, really increase their overall well being because your body um, comes into a, a higher balance. Mm-hmm. So here I am at age 77, and now uh, three times a week I'm doing 1,200 push ups. Mm-hmm. Oh, you froze. But, okay, I didn't start there, but The truth is you build up over time, and it's the way that works with meditation. We do know that when people have been meditating for at least five years, 20 minutes, twice a day, they actually go to a physiological age that's 15 years younger. Mm. So all these things come together in that way. So when you're meditating, you're actually improving your overall physiology. Now, that's not the reason to do it. You know, in my book, into the into the nothing, which you can see here, uh, here we go. <laughs> you can see here I am you know sitting in a meditation position. Now when I was playing football, I couldn't even cross my legs, but here I am at age seventy seven in full lotus. How did that happen? Well, you actually get more flexible with age if you're doing things to help you get more flexible. You actually get stronger with age, twelve hundred push-ups, I can. When I was a captain of undefeated football team, I could do 60 push-ups. It's like, okay, so we need to let go of the thought forms that with age we're going to get more uh, rigid and less strong and not have the power to meditate. We do need to take care of ourselves so we can, from the physical, be able to improve the mental and uh, emotional and and, and really the spiritual aspects. And part of that also has to do with relationships. Mm-hmm.
0: You might need to repeat yourself. You are enough, uh, yeah. at peace.
1: Yeah. When mm-hmm. you're at peace with yourself, you're, you're more likely to have a much more healthy relationship. And the research shows that people who are in relationships actually live longer, are more healthy, and have fifty percent less depression. So I'm also a family therapist and psychiatrist along the way, as well. And it makes a difference. But if you are agitated, your mind isn't quite right, your emotions aren't quite right. It's really hard to help have a healthy relationship.
0: Well, and to, to touch on that right now, as you as we are in such a rare time, and everyone's isolated. Correct the the ability to connect with our friends and our family is limited, and the rates of depression and anxiety and suicide are skyrocketing. And it's a, it didn't take long for those rates to go up just because of the lack of community. Um, and, and that's where I wanted... We
1: are social beings. We are social beings.
0: Yeah, so what what do you recommend to people during this time into keeping their relationships healthy? You have to be a lot more proactive about it. A lot of people are becoming very antisocial, and they don't mean to be, but it's just that anxiety that um, build, It comes in from those external forces.
1: Well, what you just said is important, okay, Sarah. You have to be a little proactive. Um you have to put more energy into your social connections. Social connections do make us more healthy and they do make us happier. For teenagers we were talking dramatic increases in suicide um, and dangerous activity. So really everyone at every level is gonna really benefit by putting an emphasis on socializing. And so that's what I would say. Now, if you have a, you're in a relationship, put more energy into it. Make it really work. This is a actually really good opportunity. So what I teach in my book, Into the Nothing, is take every life experience and turn it into something that's uplifting. In other words, whatever's coming your way, make it uplifting. So we have a lack of, this is a great time to enhance your relationship with your sacred other. It's a great time to enhance your relationship with your overall, all your family members. Mm -hmm. Okay. So those are the kinds of things that are become more and more important. And we're getting a a real opportunity to do that. Um, So take advantage. That's one of the big messages in my book.
0: Everything. You froze up a little bit. And that is something that I've been doing. Okay today. I don't know if E froze up a little bit, but during this time, I have really put in a lot of time with my children. Um, normally, they're racing off to from school to sports and then they've got regattas or races on the weekends. Now there's we have family dinner every single night we're in the kitchen an hour before dinner putting dinner together and we have that time together community and connecting and i'm seeing the rates of anxiety and depression amongst their friends skyrocket as well and kids that you would never think would have these issues are having these issues so it's really something that you do have to be very proactive about and you know, it's also difficult because we're on top of each other. They're, they're doing school in the house all day long, and I'm working from the house every day. It's not something we're used to, but we've worked through it and, kind of, and have a, a new schedule and, and really putting a lot of energy into those relationships.
1: The key is to see it as an opportunity to improve your family life to improve your relationships, because there you are, no more people are getting into drugs and uh, despair. And we don't have to go that way. You start meditating, Oh, okay, I'm locked in, I guess it's time to meditate. You start to touch into what I call the non causal joy and love. And you understand where the real source of joy and love is, it's within yourself. So those things then branch out expand out to your family life and really every aspect of your life so it's a great time to start meditating uh, since we're not exactly going anywhere so that's that's the beauty of it
0: so with all this confusion and these external forces that we are seeing it it begs the question, what are we doing here? What are we doing on the planet? And I wanted, because I know we're going to be short on time, I want to make sure we touch on what is that divine energy and how do we tune into it and what are we here for? The big question.
1: That's a great question. And again, the lockdowns, you know, as, as we know, that like 24 studies show they don't make any difference, okay, around the world. But we want to take make advantage of it. So it's a time to go within. We're here to evolve spiritually. And most of the spiritual paths around the, uh, the world for the last 5,000 years are going to tell us the same thing. We're here to go spiritually. So that whole idea, and that's why I developed the six foundations, is – it's not it's generic. You don't have to be part of a, a particular religion to live in a way that quiets the mind so we can go beyond the mind. So that's the key thing. The more we go beyond the mind, the more we wake up spiritually. So we can take this lockdown time to, as an advantage to turn within ourselves, reconnect to our soul. Because in our society, we've been living in a way that tends to disconnect us from our soul. And now we have this incredible opportunity to have actual time and space to reconnect with our soul, which is the purpose of life, and ultimately to, to know the divine within ourselves as well as without. That's the most important thing, and we can use all these, this time to actually do that. And then you begin to love yourself, because when you're connected to your soul, you have that non-causal love, which includes for yourself, not ego love, just non-causal love and for life and it gives us an opportunity to be fully alive and that's key. In fact, I, I decided to, to start even tonight, we're starting it Alive with Gabriel because the, the issue is how do we become fully alive in any circumstance? And that's, uh, that's why your question is so important is the most important thing we can do is reconnect with our soul And from that, that soul is a portal into the cosmic dance of the divine. That's our purpose. That's where we're put on the planet from my point of view, from a spiritual point of view.
0: And what I've loved how you've said in the past that meditation raises consciousness and we are all one. And it's something that people have a hard time grasping that concept. And people see each other as just individuals, but... I've seen global meditations raise the human resonance, and maybe you can talk a little bit about that and how meditation on a global level or a group level actually um, raises the consciousness of the, of the globe.
1: So, great question. So I've been leading the Peace 21 meditation since 1985, so that, that's about 35 years. And what we see is when people meditate together, link, you know, globally. But at the same time, there's a significant drop in crime rate, there's an increase in happiness, and literally, the sunspots decrease. That's pretty amazing. So we're affecting the whole, at least the whole solar system. That's what's measurable. So that's, um, that's the key to kind of understanding it. So when we meditate together, we enhanced what I call the global mind. There's a little research that was done in Rhode Island. It's real simple. When meditators came in and were meditating just for the summer, the crime rate dropped 43%. I'm talking about violent crime rate. People said, oh, that's a fluke." So they come back the next summer, crime rate dropped 49%. So we affect, the social mental and spiritual fabric of the planet and you know, of the particular area yeah, lots, it really uplifts everything yeah we did the harmonic convergence in 1987 and it wasn't too long after that that the berlin wall fell you know so there's a power of group meditation and that to really uplift the consciousness of the planet. And it happens naturally. It just it's just what begins to happen because people are more aware and more connected. Because we aren't simply unique, egoic individuals. When we meditate, we're creating a global brain that elevates everyone.
0: It's something that I had a hard time grasping, but over the last two years, I've really seen it. I've felt it. And it's, it's just an amazing experience when you connect to people with that. And, and back to awakening your soul. This was something that I heard someone mention, and I've started doing it. And they said, when you wake up in the morning, ask your soul what, you want, what it wants today. And it, through meditation and, and it's been amazing how it really turns my day around and I'm someone that was a type A personality would had all of these goals I was going to go to college get a good job have a family and all of these things and then life happens right and now with every day I and every challenge I see it as an opportunity and I see anything that my children are going through whether it's a challenge and not a not a fun challenge whether it's uh, not being able to go to school or a broken leg or a health issue I see it as um, something that's supposed to make, them grow in a direction that they're supposed to get stronger in. And I say, thank you, God. Thank you for giving us this challenge. And we are going to make the most of it and live through it. And can't wait to see what comes out of it.
1: That's the perfect attitude. So the world is the guru. All our life experiences, if we put the angle of the mind right, empower us to grow spiritually. And that's the key, including the lockdown, including all that's going on today. So when we touch into the truth of who we are, which is the radiance of the soul, which is the non-causal love and peace and joy that we are, then that begins to spread to everyone around us. But most important, it spreads to us. So we then be are able to love ourselves enough to want to heal ourselves but it starts with connecting with their soul most people feel disconnected i do a lot of work with type 2 diabetes we have a uh, healing in three weeks about 61 percent of the people are totally healed off all medications but what they say at the end of the program is thank you for helping me reconnect to my soul it's like i didn't expect that to hear that but very consistent because when you're quiet and you meditate, you can go beyond your mind and make that connection with your soul, which is the key to living your life at its fullest. That's the beauty.
0: Wonderful. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about your book? This is just a, an amazing, I mean, your journey is beyond anything that anyone's experienced, and I'd love to share that with everybody.
1: Okay, I'll put my book up. I actually got it so I get it reflected right. Here we go into the nothing. So what's into the nothing mean? Is there's a place where we go beyond the mind where we stop seeing ourselves as separate from God. And that's the the big nothing. Um, Now, my journey actually started uh, 1943. Mm -hmm. I had TB. I was one years old. And at that time, there were weren't really any medications for it. But my parents love well, I'm still here, right? <laughs> I made it. So I began to really wake up. And uh, when I was 16, uh, my older brother was killed in car accident, and that actually had a profound effect on me. But it also got me into meditation. I spontaneously began to meditate in his room. I was also creating a heart lung machine because I'm in the science too which won the state science fair. Okay, that that was good, but I began meditating. I took that tragedy, I won't say I was that conscious about it, like what we're talking now, but I turned it into, okay, I'm meditating, I start communing with God, and that began to unfold in, in, in the different ways. And um, But it isn't just through meditating. I point out that everything I ever learned uh about life and spirituality was for meditation, playing football, American football, and sacred relationships. Now, what do they have in common? Well, what they have in common is they all can create situations where we go beyond the mind. So when you're exerting yourself, you know, playing football, you're going way beyond your limitations. You go into really a kind of oneness. It's a little different than the zone. It's past the zone. Sacred relationships are can take you beyond your individual egoic way of being. So my path, as it's been in different ways, was learning to take every experience and take it into a, a spiritual one. And then I was fortunate to meet a, a high level of Enlightened spiritual teacher when I was 33. And from 33 to 40, I, I basically lived with him and was in, in India and had my kids, and uh, you know, everything was going on. But there's an awakening process where you realize that God dwells within you as you, as well as the outer world. That's what we talk about in liberation. Mm-hmm. And this is having to do with the power to awaken kundalini which has been transferred to me and all that is powerful because then you start burning up people's karma that way maybe we'll come back and do a meditation one
0: yeah
1: okay let's meditate and it's amazing the lockdown has taught me you can do this over the internet i wasn't expecting that okay so that process is unfolding the process of sacred relationship is part of that um process of being a parent, a lot of parents come to me and say, well, I'm too busy, I'm a parent. I say, well, yeah, that's a great spiritual path. Turn it into just what I'm saying. Take the pressures of being a parent um, and use it to elevate yourself spiritually. Let your kids, let the family dynamics be your teacher to grow spiritually so you're not separate from that. Oh, I, I don't have time to meditate. I don't, no. No. Being a parent is a spiritual path. I actually wrote a book called Conscious Parenting. It's about 600 pages, a lot. Conscious Parenting has to do with how do you take your parenting experience in a way that elevates you spiritually. And that's the whole thing.
0: Well, I think because we are out of time, Gabriel, but um, we have to have you back on because I'd love to talk about conscious parenting. That's something I'm extremely um, a proponent of and it, it hits in my heart and my soul. And I do believe that that's part of the reason I'm here and doing what I'm doing. But before we go, because we only have a minute left, can you just tell people where they can find you? And then we will be having you back on for sure. There's so much more stuff that we need to get into.
1: Okay. I want to say not just conscious parent, but conscious grandparenting. I'm a conscious grandparent. Okay. Let's not cut out the grandparents. Okay. So just joking around, but serious. Um, so the way people can find me is to go to drcousins.com. Just real simple. All my programs are listed there, and it takes you where you go. Like once a month, we're having a meditation intensive, and I have things to help you deal with the thoughts of the mind, and we talk about nutrition, and we're now starting later today, actually, Alive with Gabriel. How do we really be alive in this world that's not exactly supporting aliveness?
0: Wonderful.
1: challenge, big challenge. So we have Live with Gabriel is, is another program. So I try to, I'm trying hard to support people in this kind of lockdown world so we can use the internet in a way that helps us all grow spiritually. So that's really the work. So DrCousins.com is the, the central place to go. That's an easy one. And then it will take you to all the other kind of websites and where people can do the programs.
0: Thank you so much, and we are going to have you back on. There's so much more to talk about, and everybody, I honestly recommend his book and checking everything out. He is such a selfless soul on our planet. Thanks for joining us today, and if I can help you with any of your issues, you can contact me directly through the website, acceleratedhealthproducts.com. Thanks for joining us here on Accelerated yeah. Health Radio. and
1: I want to bless you for your good work. Oh, thank you. And I want to bless the audience for being wise enough to listen to you.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I, to- I really appreciate it. From my heart to yours in Israel, we will see you again. Thank you, everybody. You're very good.